Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hello, and welcome to Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. We are spending the year wandering alphabetically around the periodic table. We being me, Professor Alan Blackman from Auckland University of Technology. And me, Alison Balance. This is episode 20 of Elemental, which is chromium. What's the story, Alan? Okay, the tagline for chromium is probably colour and shine. It's surprisingly ubiquitous, it's all over the show... And uh, it's even won an Oscar. Ooh, I'm just imagining the Academy Awards for the Elements. And the winner of the best <laughs> chemical element is, ta-da, opening the envelope, chromium. We'll get to that later, but first, give me the gory chemical details, Alan. Okay, here we go. Vital statistics, chromium, elemental symbol CR, atomic number 24, which puts it right slap dash in the middle of the periodic table towards the top. Discovered in 1798, and it very appropriately gets its name from the Greek word chroma, meaning colour. This is a special element, in fact, because it's the first of what are called the transition metals in our journey around the periodic table. It sounds like metal having an identity crisis again. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. What is a transition metal, you may ask? Yes, what is a transition metal? (laughs) (laughs) Well, technically, it's it's a metal that has got things that we call D electrons. Now, you may remember from the cerium episode, we were talking about lanthanoids. Oh, and the and, F electrons. Ah, indeed. They had F electrons. So uh, transition metals have D electrons, and it's these D electrons that give the beautiful colors that we're going to be talking about. And what it also does is give transition metals a variety of what are called oxidation states. So very, very simply, we talk, for example, of chromium-3 and chromium-6. And the number uh, refers to the number of electrons that can be lost by the metal, or in fact, the number of D electrons that can be lost by the metal. So 3 for chromium-3 and uh, 6 for chromium-6. And this is uh, a peculiar property of transition metals. Uh, Really, only they can do this. They have variable oxidation states, and uh, that gives them a whole lot of very, very interesting uh, properties. Do you get other numbers as well, like chromium-1, chromium-2? Can do, but they're very unusual. The highest you can get is chromium-6. The lowest, really, is chromium-0. You can go negative, but that's that's very, very unusual. But mostly you get 3 and 6. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So if you come to my third-year lectures, I'll tell you all about it. Ah, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) As I alluded to before with the name, chromium compounds really have beautiful colours. You may recall from the beryllium episode, uh, beryl is a colourless mineral, Mm -hmm. but when you put little bits of other metals in there, it gives beautiful colours. So chromium is, in fact, one of those metals. So uh, the red colour of rubies is, in fact, due to chromium embedded uh, in beryl. The green colour of emeralds, likewise, is due to chromium, and uh, the pink colour of sapphires. Ditto, it's all chromium. Well, it's sounding like it can 
be quite a rainbow of colours because I'm familiar with it as a paint name, Chrome Yellow rings a bell. Yep, indeed. So uh, you've got Chrome Yellow uh, and you've also got Chrome Red as well. Chrome Yellow, quite famous as a result of Vincent van Gogh. And uh, he used chrome yellow a lot because uh, <laughs> down south of France way, uh, you get lots of uh, lovely sunflowers and stuff like that. And uh, he used a lot of that. And unfortunately, this is, a, in fact, a light-sensitive pigment. And so, sadly, his famous sunflowers are slowly using their color, and the uh, yellow in those are turning olive brown. The reason for this uh, is the fact that something that's yellow absorbs a little bit of ultraviolet light and uh, it's the ultraviolet that uh, ends up sort of mucking things up, destroying things, sort of breaking the molecules apart and everything. So that's, that's really not the best. Ah. Now chrome, I'm assuming that chrome has something to do with chromium? Fenders and bumpers and things. In, indeed, like every car in American graffiti to uh, continue the uh, movie thing <laughs> that we're going to be talking about in a minute. <laughs> In addition to sort of chrome plating, uh, stainless steel itself is around about 8% chromium, so with most of the rest being iron. So my kitchen bench at home is part chromium. Why do we add it to stainless steel? To stop it rusting? Exactly that. Yes, you, we stop it rusting. I remember when I was in China uh, a few years ago, I had uh, somebody very proudly show me the first example of stainless steel, apparently, a good sort of couple of thousand years ago. The Chinese were into this. They apparently had found the uh, trick of stainless steel, which is uh, wow. kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> Kitchens, not really the only place that you come across chromium. You may also have some on your feet or indeed in your pocket because chromium compounds are used extensively in the leather tanning industry. Ah, my or, shoes. Uh, indeed, or your wallets or, or whatever. Now, chromium-6 is rather nasty because it is carcinogenic. You may have heard of a compound called uh, dichromate or an iron, let's say, called dichromate. Yes? No? Oh, no, not really. Not really? Remind okay. Me. Well, if you'd spent any time in a chemistry lab... <laughs> you'd, you'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've, Alan, you've told, that's you, You've told us your record in you know, first year chem. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful orange colour, this dichromate iron, but it is carcinogenic. Uh, you don't want really any of the stuff in the environment. So, in fact, uh, chromium made an appearance in the movie Erin Brockovich, which uh, was based on the real-life fight of the eponymous character against Pacific Gas and Electric Company, and they went and dumped chromium-6 containing waste, unfortunately. Uh, they got contaminated groundwater around there that led to all sorts of nasty health issues, and uh, the company stumped up $333 million in fines in 1996. Aha, uh -huh. and Julia Roberts, of course, won the Oscar for Best Actress in 2000 for playing Erin Brockovich. Now, I'm sure there were a lot of chromium-infused jewels being flaunted at the Academy Awards when she picked up that prize. <laughs> Indeed, there probably were, yes, yes. So chromium-3, which is the other, or in fact the major form of chromium that we find in nature... In fact, uh, this may be a trace element in humans, and it has been thought for many years, in fact, that it's involved in uh, the metabolism of glucose, which is kind of a very, very important process in the human body. Hmm. But very interestingly, there's been no proof either way on this one. So really, the jury is still out on this. So you might see sort of chromium supplements. I think chromium picolinate. Uh, they say, oh, you know, it's got to be good for you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just hang fire on that stuff just for the moment because there's no proof that uh, it is a trace element yet. Jury's still out, so are yep. we. 
<laughs> this oh. has been episode 20 of RNZ Elemental, which lives in all the usual podcast places, as well as online at rnz.co.nz slash chemistry. We're back next time with my favourite element. Ooh. But I know. <laughs> but until then, that's goodbye from me, Alan Blackman. And me, Alison Balance. Mate wa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.